The following production is brought to you by the Talkin' Buds Leave Show. Here we go, Talkin' Buds Leave Show, yet another off-season remote edition. I'm Rob, he's Ryan. I feel like I have to introduce you off the top because some guy in our comments last week said it was, quote, inexcusable for me to not introduce my guest off the top. And I was like, well, first of all, he's not a guest. He's the co-host of the show, has been for five years, going on 200 episodes. But, okay, this week, I'm giving you a proper introduction. Well, I introduced myself. You did. You did. Yeah. It, this, it was, like, inexcusable was the well, like, word I mean, that was used. I guess we're kind of assuming that, like, if you are watching the channel, like, you're... I mean, I guess there, there's new people watching. Maybe, I mean, our faces we... our faces are in the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll give him a free pass. That's all okay, right. We'll give, we'll give him a free pass. So, as, as we've been doing in the offseason, we get together when there's news to discuss. And I wouldn't say this is news because we've known Sheldon Keefe was sticking around, but it was officially announced earlier today that he has signed a two-year extension with the Maple Leafs. Thinking about this, I feel like there's kind of two discussions here. There's the sort of business discussion, and then there's the Sheldon Keefe as a head coach discussion. The The business side is the whole, you know, the whole lame duck thing. The, no coach wants to be a lame duck. The golden parachute. So even if he does get fired, he has two years left of guaranteed income. This whole like media manufactured narrative of, well, you know, tree living needs to have a bullet in the chamber. If, if he, I hate that. that the, oh, dude, that's the it's fakest, the stupidest media manufactured narrative. And then there's the Sheldon Keefe as a coach and what we think of him as a, the coach, if it's right to bring him back, I'll, I'll kick it to you and you tell me where you want to go with this. Um, I mean, I think for those who tuned into last episode about Matthews, I, I came in a little hot that episode. I don't know why. That's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. I just got on here and I was just, I don't know what it was. I just came on. I was hot. I don't know why. Um, I, I believe I'm a little more level-headed this time around. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, here we go. Like, level-headed. So, here's here's the level-headed, Ryan. I get if you're going to keep him around, you extend him because the whole lame duck thing. Like, okay, like, I, I get that. Um, there's, the, there's the precedent that Tree Living went into Calgary, and he kept Hartley around, then Hartley won a Jack Adams. So like I get that. The whole bullet in the chamber thing piss off. Like that's... And and the, the golden like MLSE if they fire if he ends up getting fired this year paying him for two more years is nothing. Like they let Babcock go with several years left on his deal. Yeah. So yeah, in, in that sense it's not a big deal. Um but it it, it kind of just we kind of talked about it at the end of the year or when when Tree Living got hired. Yeah. Um I just I just don't think that and here's the fan side of ryan the ryan who comes in a little bit hot sometimes um i just don't think this guy can get the job done i think he's proved that already i understand the regular season success 
Yeah, he's been an amazing regular season coach. His record is unbelievable. It's it's phenomenal, actually. It's really good. But I, I'm sorry for the all the fans out there who've sat through every single game that this guy's been a coach, especially in the playoffs. You know that when April and May roll around, this guy gets owned. Mm. And it's just, I just don't think, like, I know you want to give him a shot with a new general manager and maybe the whole Dubas thing, like maybe he creates a new kind of vibe with him and tree living. But I just, I just don't, if I'm a player in that room and I already kind of like, don't love Keith walking, watching him walk in that room day one with a new attitude. Cause he is a new general manager. I would just kind of look at him and be like, I still don't like you, buddy. Like I still don't love you. Yeah. And that's like, you made that point. When we talked about this, the exact phrase I used was, it's a chicken shit decision to keep him around. I think um, if you're bringing back essentially the same core, which they are, can we get a different look? Like this guy, this guy, it was we were into the second round of the playoffs and he didn't know what his best lineup is yet. He spent all year last year fiddling with his defense pairings and fiddling with his lines. He's... Like there was the whole thing with Marner and Matthews earlier in the season. And then he had to apologize, which we're going to talk about in a second. We're going to, we're going to get to the, the non dubis Sheldon Keefe error in a minute. You know, another thing I hate too. I heard this on the radio today. Well, who are you going to bring in? Yeah. That's the goal. Go. I know. Go find someone. Go find someone. Like, dude, there's not, there's not an ex player hanging around and on an AHL team who, who was a grinder back in the day. Like there's not a, like, like, I don't want to say Brenda Moore. Cause that Brenda Moore is a special guy, but like, like there's not like a Travis, a new kind of Travis green type of old yeah. style player. Who's coaching right now. Who can't get a shot. I hate that. It's like, well, who, who are you going to, you know, when you took a look around at the candidates and it's stop, like, stop thinking of Peter Laviolette. I know. Stop I know. thinking of that. I know. That's not the only what they're thing going will- to do. The only thing I will say is I think I think they had if you go rewind to this time last year and I know circumstances were were completely different but Barry Trotz was sitting right there. So that's yeah. the only thing where I'm like okay, you could have gone and got him. But, but I he's agree. now like, a general manager, so it's... I agree. I totally agree, man. Stop thinking of Peter Laviolette. Like yeah. like go go and find the next good Rod the Bod type hockey coach. It's just I hate that. I hate that narrative. I don't know. It's. Yeah, I just, if, I mean, like, I'm not, I just, I'm not stoked. Like, I no, thought this was a either. facelift. Like, Dubas left, and, like, I just kind of wanted a new look all around. I don't believe in the whole save a bullet. It's like, no, this guy's coming in. He's going to, it's not like he's on a timer. Like, he, he's he's a general manager. He's probably going to be here for a while. Um, it's If this team doesn't succeed, I don't think it's on him. Yeah. Um, his biggest uh, obstacles are that the contracts he has to sign. So he's kind of like Dubas 2.0, where he's going to be judged by all the all the new contracts. Oh, he's you're talking about out. you're talking about tree living. Yeah, tree living. Oh. So that's what I mean. It's like that's why I don't believe in the bullet in the chamber. Like you can't fire a coach now because what are you going to fire another one a couple of years down the road? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah, that's the that's the advantage of having an ownership group like Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment who can afford to pay these guys contracts after they've been fired. Mike like just, that's an advantage like, you should you should exploit. Yeah, Mike just got finished getting paid. Yeah. And he's going to be well, in the building this year. 
Well, and you made you brought it up, and and I want to get into that because the two like pro Sheldon Keefe narratives are the first one that we just talked about, which is who else are you gonna go and get? And the second one is, well, wait till you see. Let's take a look and wait and see what Sheldon Keefe does without Kyle Dubas pulling the strings. And there's a part of that I buy into, and there's a part of that I don't buy into. The part of that I buy into is okay, let's see what he does when he doesn't have guys like Dennis Malgin and Obey Kubel and Alex Kerfoot and those types of guys on his bench. So it's like, okay, let's see what he does and how he deploys a Max Domi or a Tyler Bertuzzi. Let's yeah, see fair. Let's see how he does that. I think that's, that's fair. How he does that. Yes, I, let's I see how he I, does that. I, I think that like deep down, you always kind of thought that maybe he was more into the tough guy stuff and now mm. he's going to have a chance to to go out and put the players he wants to put out, not prioritize a bunch of softies. Dennis Malgan. Yeah. But the second part of it, which you're totally right, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't You can't just show up at training camp and all of a sudden be a hard ass when you publicly walked back your calling out of the star players last year. None of these guys are going to take you seriously. You can't. You can't do that. Like, it became very clear last year when that happened that, the superstars of this team have a very loud voice behind the scenes. So you can't just all of a sudden come in and go, well, Kyle's gone and Brad's here now and I'm a new man and I'm, and I'm a hard ass. These guys are like, they're all just going to go, whatever, man. Like you yeah. can't do that. I just, I just don't really buy, like, I just, I would really like to know what the relationship is like really no because we just we're on the outside we we see what we see we hear what we hear we read what we read um and then you take your opinion from there like from what i can see th this guy just doesn't have it do i think he's an awful coach no not at all i actually mm -hmm. i've always said like i've always liked the guy actually he seems like a good dude i'd want to drink a beer with him but it's just mm -hmm. I just, I just wanted the whole package, you know, like, just mm -hmm. like, if you're going to change the GM, let's, let's change the coach too. Let's give it a, let's give something else a try here. Sheldon had a pretty fair shake. It's not like he, he was the coach for a year and he got, gets dipped. Like he's had a couple kicks at the can here um, with, with an elite team, quote unquote, elite team. And it hasn't worked. So I just, I just, that's where I'm kind of disappointed as a fan. It's just, I kind of just want to see the whole shebang. Yeah, and we've seen him get, we've seen him get his lunch handed to him a couple times in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. May rolls around. The guy's literally out to lunch. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be interesting because if you look back, the last two seasons, they've been terrible off the hop, and everyone's been calling for his head, and he survived both years. Tree Living seems like the type of guy that won't make an impulsive decision like that. No. And we'll stick with them. I'm also not surprised that Sheldon and, and Brad Tree Living are kind of have kind of bonded here. Like I don't that doesn't totally surprise me. But in fairness, though, like he is kind of if you think about the season and you think about the division, especially with Bergeron and Krejci retiring, that he is he's almost set up for success for another successful regular season. Like it's this isn't about them going out and sucking right off the hop. Because even if they do that, they've proved that. They can come back from that. And, and this division isn't strong enough. They're still a top team in the division. So for some reason, they can't win the division. But they're going to be in the top three again for sure. 
and he's going to have another great regular season. But I mean, this year's as good a chance as any with what what's happened to the Bruins. Yeah, and I mean, other teams are getting better. Like Buffalo is getting better. Ottawa should Florida. be getting better. Florida is a good team. Um, Tampa's still a good team. Uh, so it's yeah, it's just this is more about like now that I think about it, it's just more of like an April May decision, which is what every decision has been based off with this hockey team. In, yeah. In a, from a fan's point of view, because he's going to have another great regular season. He's going to keep adding to that amazing record that he has. It's just, mm-hmm. I think I've seen enough in May to know that this, I don't think he can get it done. And mm-hmm. so not that stoked. Yeah. Not that stoked either. Only time will tell. Yeah. I wanted to touch a little more. Two more things I want to touch. It's going to be a short one today, but two more things I wanted to touch on first. There was another piece of news in the last week as the Maple Leafs signed defenseman Simone Benoit, who spent last season with the Anaheim Ducks, played 78 games, three goals, seven assists, 60 penalty minutes, which you're kind of like, okay, what's up with, what about Simone Benoit gets me, like intrigues me. 6'3", 203 pounds. Left shot defenseman. There's quite a few videos on YouTube of him throwing down. Just another guy that the Leafs have added to increase the snot, as Brad Tree Living put it. Yeah, it's pretty clear that Brad buys into guys who can throw down. Yes. Which yes. is kind of cool. Like, I kinda, and and I, you... I always remember our interview with uh, with Nick Richard last season, and, and we had his prospect sheet up, and you said, when I look at this list, I'm looking for guys who have a height that starts with a six. Yeah. So last week when they made that trade, I was like, I've never heard of Simone Benoit. So I looked him up, and I'm like, 6'3". Nice. And he probably won't play a lot, but it's just, no. if there's highlights of him throwing down, then it's, to me, it's, Extremely clear that Brad likes guys who can throw down. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. 
I wanted to touch on the Austin Matthews thing one more time and sort of bring this up. Now, you you admitted that you're you're coming at it this week with more of a, a level head. Yeah, by I just to- sorry. Go ahead. Go, uh, by the time this contract is over, he will have been here for twelve seasons. If at the end of those twelve years, they have still yet to get past the second round. It's time to move on anyway. And yeah. at least he can just, there's going to be no drama. You're not going to get locked into a situation like you are right now with John Tavares where you're paying the guy $11 million and he can't skate. Like in a perfect world, John Tavares should be your third or fourth line centerman because of what his, like just the way his body performs these days. His but next he is contract going, is going to be interesting. He is whoever, locked whoever in. he signs with. He is locked in on it. Personally, Ryan, I could see him just taking, uh, I could see him just taking the, the most aggressive hometown discount you've ever seen and staying. Yeah. That's, that's personally what I could see. Yeah. He probably Not, wants to retire and leave, but that's yeah. neither here. Nor there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever with Matthews, you don't get locked into a situation like you are right now with Tavares. And so it, it's just, it's 12 years is a long time. Like if you said, if you said when they drafted him, He's going to be here for 12 years. We would have taken that every day of the week. And if you said he's going to be here for 12 years and they're not going to get past the second round, we all would have been like, all right, well then it's time to move on to the next era of players in this city. Yeah. No, no, it's You're right. Like it's, it is, it's going to bring him into his thirties, which we know hockey players when they get in their thirties, they're not, they're in their thirties. So yeah, like it speaks for itself. I just, I mean, I came in hot with like, I thought I was just like really aggressive with just proving my point. It's not that I've gone back on how I feel. I still think that he thinks too highly of himself. I know he, it, it, when it's all said and done, might be the best forward in franchise history. But if you look at the forwards who've had tenure in this team's history, especially since 67 on, there's not a lot of big names on there. So it's not like we're talking about Gretzky here, but it's just, I don't know. I I still think I I just, I'm just sad that we just had to draft the number one overall pick who had to just act like this, you know, Mm. like just, you know, like why did we have to draft the guy who thinks he's LeBron James? You know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Ryan. I, I think, and I think maybe I feel this way because it's, it he'll have been here for 12 years when all is said and done. But I don't hate it because I think this league is so boring Yeah, that, like, it could use, like, I hope everyone's always like, well, you know, the last time the Leafs players signed these shorter-term deals, we thought it was going to be a ripple effect through the league, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I actually, it's still actually not. hope it is, man. I hope it is. Like, but it's this, still this not. league. I know, but I hope now, now that he's done it again, I hope someone in some other market has the stones. Like, as a, as a, as a guy who consumes the product, I really hope that like, so, like it, dude, it's, it's you and I say all the time, like we don't, it's tough for you and I to sit and watch any out of market game because the league as a product is not that good. It's no. not that interesting. No. It's really not. So no. like, and what makes the NBA so great player movement drama, one guy's here for one year and then he wants out like what, what would, it's not going to happen now because they're cup or bust. But what would have happened like two years ago if Connor McDavid just was like, I want out. I want out. 
Or if in a few years he's like, I don't want to be in Edmonton anymore. And it was just it was just a whole thing about like where are they gonna move McDavid? Yeah, but that's what pisses me off. It's like he hasn't done that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like he could no, easily have saying. done that. That's what I'm saying. I hope Matthews, I hope this actually does start the trend. Because like this league, it's it's just it's not it needs more. Yeah. It needs more drama. It needs more excitement. Yeah, I just you know, like I just I hate how they they just did the whole rebuild. They got all their players, and then they all just got greedy, and they all just make too much money. And the, at the end of the day, yeah, he could. And you know what else pisses me off, too, is the whole, like, Brad Tree living going out and putting his lips all over him, being like, he, he could ask for more. It's like, shut up, man. You've like, been you've been a Brad Tree Living super fan since Yeah, but that was it's like, buddy, take take your lips off his bum. Like, let's <laughs> let's stop here. Like, like, come on. Like, and then the, like they're all just acting like this is a mutual, this is a good deal for both sides. And it's just like, no, it's not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, you could ask for more because that's just the situation he's in, but at the end of the day, like I don't think the cap hits decor, buddy. Like it I think, sucks. I think, like I, I think I think only taking like five hundred k more than McKinnon, less than a million dollars more than McKinnon is not that bad. Yeah, like it's just I don't know. It's I know, but it's just like I just hate how it's like Austin really did us a favor here. It's like yeah. no, he didn't. Like well, it's, they don't they don't want to lose him, man. Like they no, they, they can't don't want to lose, lose him. him. They can't no, lose him. I don't want yeah. him to. I don't want to lose him either. It's just. I just think it's all phony baloney. Like to me, I just look at it. I look at other teams around the league. I look at other superstars and they're playing on great teams because there's, there's more to go around for, for good players, you know? And it, it, I don't even think he's, and also like, he's got to, he's got to play better. Like he's got to, he's got to play like the highest paid player in the league. Like, you well, know, like, but also he, Ryan, if he, if he has like, th- that's a risk that he actually is taking. Yeah. Like if he if he he's signing that deal with the assumption that he's going to be off, off anywhere between 45 to 60 goals a year. Yeah. For like all he got four. 40 last year in 74 yeah. games. And I yes. know he yeah, his wrist hurt, but like I I don't care, but I'm not making excuses for this guy. Like I'm 40 sorry. goals like, in a, in a 40 goals and that's not bad. Buddy look at look at 97 oh that, that yeah buddy. but that's not you said yeah, but like, that's week, what we're like, talking like, that's, not a, he yes. thinks, but like that's what pisses me off about this it's like he thinks yeah. he's on that level but he's not man he's yeah. not even close yeah. like it's yeah. like that's why it kind of like pisses me off it's like we've almost just like overhyped this guy to the point where it's like he's the second best player in the league it's like no well, he's what, not what like, happens now too is 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 they've they've put themselves in a position. We talked about this last week. We don't need to get into it again, but yeah. they've put themselves in a, into a position where now Nylander's sitting there going, all right, I'll take 10 million for four years. And yeah, then in a year, Mitch Marner is going to say, all right, I'll take 12 for four years. So, and let me, let me make this clear to everyone who commented on the other video. I never said, don't sign him. What I never said that ever. Ever, ever, ever. Like, they have to have this guy. I just think that, like, the way he's been handled since he's entered the league, given, like, he's won a heart trophy. It's not like he's a bum. It's just, like, I don't know. I think he's just, like, a little, like, he's just been put too high on a pedestal. And it's just, like, I need to see more from this guy. 
Like he's a great player, but if he thinks he's the goat, I need to see some goat behavior. I hope this season he takes the middle finger and puts it right in my face. Like I hope he does that because I I need to see 50 goals. I need to see a hundred points. Like I need to see a guy who's healthy, who's playing well, who's contributing. Like there was, there was stretches of last year, which he didn't play that well. He still got 40, but expectations like i i need to see you in the top 10 in points i need to see you with 50 plus like there's there was guys doing that in their sleep last season so mm-hmm. like let's let's go buddy let's let's earn the money yep and we inch ever closer to training camp yeah it'll be here before you know it we'll be what back in september, the studio september 12th no 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 later than that towards the oh, end is that when the, is that yeah. when the rookies get on Yes, that's yeah, towards the end of yeah, September. I was looking at this morning. They start their physical September 11th. Yes, yes, but yeah. they the actual camp and exhibition games don't start until like the 22nd or 23rd yeah. or something like that. So and we gotta listen to we gotta listen to Joe Bowen. God love him. Just <sighs> tomorrow. <laughs> Just game one, game yeah. one of the preseason. Preseason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe yeah we'll be back two episodes a week hit that like and subscribe button we're going to saddle up season six we're closing in on 200 episodes yeah hello to all the new subs from last week by the way thank you so much for signing up we very much appreciate it you know what they're they haven't doing done, what are they doing spreading the word and telling their friends spreading the word and telling their friends if you're not spreading the word and telling your friends you need to do so right now and like i said earlier hit that like and subscribe button below leave a comment leave a review even if you want to say that what I do is unforgivable. If you want to accuse me of saying don't sign Matthews when I never <laughs> said that, <laughs> go ahead. Appreciate you watching, but I don't remember saying don't sign him. Uh, or if I did, I was probably drinking too many of too many bushes. Just, uh, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time.